Home is your creative canvas, an expression of your unique style. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring your vision to life. It's the place to shop for everything home, from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. They'll even help you set it up. Look, I have an eclectic style, but when I go on Wayfair, they've got such a huge selection of items for the home that there are things that fit me and I know others that will fit everybody else. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair, every style, every home. Food trends come and go, but there's one that never seems to go out of style. The classic chocolate chip cookie. Oh, my favorite. And famous Amos chocolate chip cookies are as classic as it gets, truly. They're made from the original recipe you know and love. I'm talking semi-sweet chocolate chips, a satisfying crunch. All together in a cookie you can't help but eat in one bite. It's everything classic in a cookie. Find famous Amos cookies anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Hey, it's Andy Cohen here with my co-host, John Hill. Hey, John. Hey, what's up? Well, today, it's all about BravoCon. It is a major BravoCon wrap-up. And later, we're going to be joined by Essie Kopp, who's going to give her BravoCon wrap-up. John, I mean, we have to start with the Bravos. And you I were- was there. Yeah, where were you? You were in the truck? I was in the truck. I had uh, I had VIP tickets. I got there with my friend Joey, and I had I raced over from my show, so I still had my dog with me, and I was worried they might not let the dog in. But I called ahead of time. They're like, "No, the service dog is no problem, but your backpack is a no go." And no, so well, it was wow. a whole well, thing. Couldn't you have like stashed your backpack in my dressing yeah. room? Right, but it was, you know, 10 minutes before, I wasn't going to start texting you, like, I need yes, to back. So right, I, I yes, wanted to handle right. Good then, call. Good well, call. Yes. And then uh, as I was walking back to the hotel, Sanji said, where are you sitting? And go, you don't even want to know what happened. I'm so sad. I don't get to go in. She's like, well, where are you? I was like, I'm outside on the curb, like, wondering how I'm going to walk home. She's like, no, just come in. And there was a seat for me in the truck. I got to sit next to Melissa. Oh, yeah and i saw the whole How, thing wasn't it was the so, show it was, ended fun. up being the best place to watch it because i was there oh with i bet team, watching everybody yes. call, watching rocco call the shots and yes um, watching them talk to you and watching you do your thing and it was just the best place the best case scenario and sanji saved the day so thank you for that that's great you were great you great. looked super good and uh, I know you worried about your voice sounding bad, and you know what? Your voice does sound bad. Not not bad, <laughs> like but but you do sound incredibly tired. You sound like so thrashed out. But the performance, the song, everything was really, really, really well done. And the timing of the Bravo celebrities in the house was like perfect timing, well directed, well choreographed. Everyone showed up to play. Everybody looked great. It was just really well done. I was really impressed. Good job. Listen, I John really helped me. He gave me really good advice. Advice. What happened is I've been rehearsing this song, this opening number of the Bravos for about, I, well, I've been learning the song for about six weeks or seven weeks. And 
I got into the sweetest ritual with Ben where every day Ben would say, let's practice the song. And I have mm-hmm. the instrumental of the song in my phone. And I would put Ben on my shoulders on the walk to school and I would sing it, except for at the end it says, bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. But I just said, bravo, you know, effing bravo, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, it was very sweet. He was really engaged with me learning this song. And it was a perfect way for me to explain why I had to leave town for five days or six days. And I was like, I have to go to Las Vegas to sing my song. And um, he got it. But I wound up, I went to Kylie Minogue and I did what I had vowed not to do, which was I screamed all night at the concert. Big mistake. So stupid, dumb. And then Thursday, I learned the choreography, which was pretty minimal. There was a kick line, which I screwed up on the night of. You I did knew screw the up, song. It reminded me of how Ben dances. It was like very childlike, really cute. <laughs> it didn't look like a mistake. It just looked like bad. You know, you're not a Rockette. Newsflash. It's okay. We don't expect that from you. You did a great job. It was funny. And by the way, shout out. Two, uh, Dylan Markerl. Um, I hope I pronounced his name, last name correctly. Is that the songwriter? But he, he, yeah, he runs a so good. account called Roni, like the Roni Musical, or no, just Roni really Musical. Funny. And he writes musical type numbers about the Real Housewives of New York that are so smart. And the song was so brilliantly written. It was exactly a great award show opener. And he really, he came to see how bad my singing was to watch What Happens Live about, um, he came uh, at right after Labor Day. And he said, or no, he came in August actually. And he, and he was coming to see how bad my voice was. You're going to love this story, John. So I, I text John Jude before the show and I say, where is this guy going to test my singing out? And he said, in your dressing room. I go, no, he's not doing it in my dressing room. Everyone's going to hear me singing yeah. and they're going to make fun of me because I'm so bad. So then he goes, well, how about in your office? I go, everyone in the offices can hear every word out of my office. So I then go to, I said, oh, I have the perfect, perfect place. I will go on the terrace. We have a terrace at Watch What Happens Live. I go out on the terrace to rehearse it. I forget to take my mic off. So not only can everyone hear, they can hear the entire session perfectly in their headsets. And when I left, I was like, oh my God, it was so funny. I'm such a fool. Anyway, so he wrote, well, I hope not. He wrote the song in my key, whatever the hell that is. And... You know, I am bummed because at the start of the song, I really sound like a croaking frog and my voice is better than I did it that night. And I'm bummed about the choreography. And again, when I saw John, who was sitting in the front row, like directly in front of me, seriously, I started to get so mm. nervous. Garcelle Beauvais, Kenya Moore, Candace Dillard Bassett, Erica Jane. Okay, well, those are all like not only four performers girl, they but also sing. savages yes they can girl i mean <laughs> i really <laughs> it was know you it would have been weirder had you popped out with like 
Adele's voice out of that voice that you have. You sang with your right. voice. It sounded normal. It sounded good. Right. And the song well, was anyway, really well it, done. It was so well written. It was so funny. It was so inclusive of all of the catchphrases of Bravo and the taglines and everything. It, it was. He did a great job. And it was so much fun, though, learning it and rehearsing it. It was a real kind of... I feel like I faced a fear by doing it and it was something it was legitimately so exciting to to work on something and get to do it and it was just it was great it was great it was really exciting and then the bravos themselves i'm so excited by how they turned out i just thought i think i said to the audience at one point i was like this is the stupidest fucking award show and i absolutely love it like yeah it it's so, it was so great. The women, uh, oh, well, let me talk about the monologue because I did tell a joke about Juan Dixon that was really savage. I said, um, I want to thank everybody for coming tonight and, you know, um, thanks for coming and, you know, bra- thanks Bravo for paying our, thanks Bravo, you paid our hotel bills so Juan Dixon didn't have to. Oh. Now, it was in the script the whole time. And I was like, now last year during my monologue, which was a little roasty, which they kind of are for award show openers, I had I had last year told a joke about Giselle's style that I just could tell from the, after I told it, she was bummed. She was not into yeah. it. And I wound up having them cut it from the airing of the show. And I felt like I learned my lesson. So I was like, so I told... Uh, the team, I go, you know what? I'm going to call Robin and run the joke by her and then we'll see if it stays in. Because I was like, look, I don't want to piss someone off who's here and the whole thing. And it was a sensitive time in her life. Well, I didn't call her. I was like, you know what? This joke is too savage. We have to take it out. Take it out. Now it's like an hour before the Bravos. Here walks in Giselle. And I say, oh, Giselle, I really learned my lesson last year. Um, with that joke about you, there was a savage joke about Robin. And oh, I saw her at BravoCon that day and told her this. I go and I took it out. It's too mean. She goes, Oh my God, you have to tell me the joke. So I tell her the joke. She goes, Oh, Andy, that is so mean. Like, yeah, you're right to take that out. Great. Now it's an hour before the award show. Here's Robin Dixon. I go, Well, learned my lesson last year. I go, There was a joke about you that was in there that was really mean and I took it out. She goes, What's the joke? I told her, laughing, laughing, laughing. She goes, that's hilarious. She goes, put it in. I go, I said, really? She goes, tell the joke. And I just want to give Robin Dixon my MVP award because that was so cool. I just thought that was super, super cool that she went with yeah. it and I just loved it. Just absolutely loved it. Now that you have it. a couple under so your great. belt. Now they have a couple under your belt. Don't ever do that again. Just say any joke you want. I think people know now. Oh, they go really? And they might get ro- yeah, people people understand they're going to get a little roasted, and these people need to lighten up. You know, um, you're with a lot of people on uh, over there at Bravo who take themselves seriously as part of their brands. That's what yes. makes them entertaining. <laughs> but yes. they need to know that normal people can take a little roasting. Right, right. So, you know, let that be the one yes. day a year they have a sense of humor about themselves. I liked yes. watching people whose acceptance speeches sounded like they were accepting the Nobel Prize. Well, some people thought was... it was a joke, but some people thought it was from the well, Academy. Listen. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's talk about a couple. 
Emily Simpson won the Vicki Gunvalson Gag Award. And what she, and these were voted on by the viewers for like what the grossest moment of the year. And hers was drinking water out of her dog's dog bowl. She proceeds in her acceptance speech, which I thought was so funny, to thank her dog who passed away yeah. since it aired. She goes, I want to thank my dog Fisker. Now, I thought the dog's name was Whisker. And so I got up after it and was like, oh, and she thanked Whisker. And then in my ear, they're like, it's Fisker, not Whisker. Don't get the dog's name wrong. So then I had to say the line again. I mean, it was so funny. But there were, but now let's talk about Vicky's Lifetime Achievement Award, which was a real moment. And it really was very moving. And she's mm -hmm. been on our air for, you know, 17 years, 18 yeah. years, something like that. And it was, and we aired a montage. And by the way, let me say, we had to cut a few awards for time and cut some montages. We had to cut, I think, a squash that beef. They're all, there's an extended version of the Bravos that's airing on Peacock. Vicky's montage was so great. And she was very moved and it was, I loved bringing out Lori and Joe from the Real Housewives of Orange County season one. I got to reconnect with Slade Smiley at the after party. I reconnected with Lori's husband, George, who you remember from season one or from season two, I think when she fell in love with him, Gretchen and Alexis, Alexis went off prompter and, uh, and made a joke about that everyone on the stage had fucked Slade Smiley, which I thought was so funny. <laughs> and, you know, it was it was just heartwarming. And I was so happy that that uh, Joe and Lori could see could get a little love. I mean, they really I mean, there's so much talk about OGs. They are the OGs of the OGs, as they said uh, that night. It just, it was great to see them getting a lot of love. And I, I was so happy to see Vicky getting a lot of love. And, and she, I thought her speech was, didn't you think her speech was great? She really thought about it. And I did. Yeah. I loved it. You know? I loved all, yeah, so. Vicky popping up all over BravoCon. The videos I've seen has been really, really nice. She looks great and she's so funny. Yeah. And then we did, by the way. We taped dynamic duos and Vicky and Shannon were on. We do a squash that beef with Vicky and Teddy Mellencamp that went very left. That started with Teddy Mellencamp saying, where were you on January 6th? So you kind of oh. have to. Yeah, it was. Oh. You have to see it to believe it. And, and the crazy thing is Vicky walked into the dynamic duo show. She was so tired. And she was like, it's late. I'm tired. And I was like, Vicky, I got her tea. I was like, it's going to be okay. Do you want tequila? Now I knew that we were doing this surprise. And I was, I was like, oh God, oh. like she's gonna, but I will say this after Teddy left the stage, she was like really pissed. And I kind of thought Teddy was going to come out, especially since Vicky had been celebrated the night before. I kind of thought Teddy was going to come out and they were going to squash the beef, which is the goal of squash that beef. Um, and no, they didn't squash the beef. There's still beef. Oh, 
Oh, babe. They did not squash the beef. No, Where no. was Vicky January 6th? She well, Vicky said I was in Mexico. I had to go to Mexico every. You, she goes, you would know if I was at the White House. I mean, it was kind of amazing. And um, but Vicky during the commercial break, she was like, "Get me two tequila shots." And I'm like, "Can we have tequila shots for Vicky, please? Can we have tequila shots for Vicky, please?" We brought them out, and then she was great. She, her rebound was unbelievable, and she kind of like got a bunch of energy. The whole crowd was like, "Whoop it up." Whoop it up. I mean, it was crazy. John, you, these audiences at BravoCon, as you've seen, they are oh. wild. I mean, it's like, it's, you know, I really am going to have to spend the week when I get back to New York coming down from this because I get to live yeah. my life as Elvis Presley for a week. And it's yeah. really, it feels damn good. You know, it feels, it feels really, really nice. It's really exciting. What else do I want to say about the bra? I mean, Captain Jason Chambers. I mean, he is just, I did a thing at the Bravo, at the Bravos, which you didn't see, which will be on the Peacock version, where I took him around and introduced him to single ladies in the audience. I mean, this guy is like chum at BravoCon. I mean, he's, he's a stud though, right, John? Yeah, for sure. He's so yeah. He's like a straight man in his fifties who has his shit together, who's Australian, like, who doesn't, he was you know, I mean, he looks good. Yeah, he's 52. Mm. He is a stud. He is a major stud. There was an after party after the Bravos um, at the roof of the Delano, which is where um, half the talent was staying. And it was really fun. I had a lot of great chats, chatted with Candace and Sheree and Sharice for a while. Talk to Gretchen and Alexis and Slade and Lori and Joe. Long talk with Captain Jason Chambers. Um, Austin and Shep talked to for a while. I love Austin at a party. He's so fun. I like uh, I like gossiping. Talk to Kyle Cook for a while. Kyle Cook, he was really interesting. He... Um, he said, and, and then someone else was telling me they were hearing this from the Married to Medicine women, that he found Vicky's wife time. He said that a lot of the Summer House people were sitting there watching it and that a lot of the other Bravo celebrities were watching it and really were very touched and that it was very inspirational for them thinking that, wow, maybe they could be on TV for 18 years too, you know? Like maybe they could make it that long. And I, that was so surprising to me that they that they took that from it. You know, you never know yeah. how someone's, you know, the Married to Medicine women, they were saying the same thing. Wow, we've been on 10 seasons and now, you know, we hope that um, that that we can make it, you know, as long as Vicky has. So, you know, it's it's. It was it was very sweet, and it's just it's such a fun vibe at BravoCon with the talent. You know, we have 170 people there. They, um, in case you're wondering, everybody does get paid to go there. Uh, all the mm -hmm. talent, and they can have booths and sell their stuff. I mean, I was talking to Chanel Ion from Dubai. She was telling me how much merch she had sold for Ion Beauty, and. Um, it was really gratifying uh, to hear how much business they were all doing. It's it's everybody gets something out of being here. Uh, I was really upset. I'm jumping around. 
I was about my thoughts about the weekend. I was really, I was not happy that Tom Sandoval, you know, I, 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 I had texted him the day before. I said, I'm really worried you're going to get booed. Do you have any kind of plan? I said, Lisa Rinna got booed last year and she kind of. He's been getting booed for a year. He's used to it, I understand. Right? I know, but it's been a year of him being booed. So like at some point. Right. We're going to have to let him back into society to assimilate right. with the work. You know what I mean? I mean, so um, he took it on the chin. I was talking to him before the Bravos and just kind of doing a little check in with him. And and, uh, and I think he he even wound up the weekend getting a ton of fan love as it went on. And I think people sure. kind of saw him. And he listen, he made a terrible, stupid mistake and hurt a lot of people. And. You know, at some point, I think people will, you know, kind of maybe not hurl things at him, you know. Well, time will tell. Time will tell. Time will tell. There was, uh, I think the MVP of BravoCon was a fan named Ruth, this 85-year-old woman who came by herself from, she lives in the South, and um, she came by herself and she just, she got up at the Roni Ultimate Girls Trip uh, panel and asked a question. And then they started, she was like, how can I get on one of these trips? And Luann and Sonia just went crazy for her. And I wound up surprising her later. And I think Bravo shot the whole thing. It was really sweet. And she told me that her husband passed away and she was his caregiver. And while she was his caregiver, she rewatched every Bravo show from season one, episode one, and that it was her happy place. And that is kind of the message for the weekend. It's like this Bravo is the happy place for so many people. And so it's been so nice to sink into that feeling all weekend of positivity, you know, just when the, when the world is such a shit show. And it was, I have to say, the, the place where it was really happening all weekend uh, was the talent green room. I mean, it was just a smorgasbord of, you know, I was there this morning and I was talking to the Southern Charm guys. My favorite thing is every morning checking in with the Summer Charm, the Southern Charm guys to see who they were flirting with, who they were trying to sleep with. And um, just trying to get a sense from Captain Jason every day of like who was knocking on his door and whether he opened. Who did hook up? Did people hook up? Well, was there a lot of action? You know what? I'm not really gonna blow any hookup. I'm not gonna be the one. But you know, I'm gonna let the people who. Yes, I'm gonna let the people who. Yeah, I will tell you who didn't hook up. And that kind of comes out on dynamic duos. Bryn, I think, had her eye on Shep. And right. I don't no, no think dice. that wound up. I think, I think Shep might have been a little. You know, I think Shep is like a big drunk Labrador. You know, right. she has no, not Labrador, has, Golden Retriever. He's a big right. kind of tipsy Golden Retriever, and um, so I, I think she was like, "This is not." This isn't going to happen. I think on the way over to the Bravo Awards, he started asking her about whether they should like procreate or something oh, no. like that. So, uh, yeah, um, or have a baby. I don't know. Um, so that didn't happen. Uh, okay. The New York Housewives, I was so excited. Their panel, I think, was the most 
sought after most successful panel of the weekend. There was yeah, a the that. longest line. There was it was standing room only. There were five thousand people sitting down, and then yeah. standing room only in the back for the new Housewives of New York. So that is just that's I'm lit. so gratified. It is so lit. So that's really great. And a lot of good panels. I was really you know interested to see the fan reaction to Kyle when she came out on the Dynamic Duos episode. They the fans were just really really supportive of her and Shannon too and I think you know when people are going through these moments of of you know deep kind of crisis or shame in their personal lives and they come here and they feel the love like that from real people as opposed to feeling whatever they might be getting from keyboard warriors. Like, is Kyle right. faking her breakup from Mauricio or, you know, mm. people saying whatever about Shannon? And then they actually get to interface with fans. I think that's probably, I would imagine, such a mentally positive uh, experience for them to um, get to sit in that. Uh, and Kyle was saying to me, I texted her and said, you know, I, I, I hope that you really felt how enormous that outpouring was. And she said, you know, honestly, like I was really starting to think that the fans were like gonna hate me or that they were disappointed in me that we broke up. And, you know, I, I think what they are is actually really supportive of her and kind of wishing the best for her. So there you go. All right, we're going to be back with Essie Cup and her BravoCon experience on Andy Cohen's Deep and Shallow next. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent. Being there day and night. And building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Our friend Essie Cup is on the line. Hey, Essie, you're still in the BravoCon glow, aren't you? I have not come down. I, I love... Down. Now, okay, back up. While I have you, your thoughts on the election results the other night. Oh, lessons not learned from Republicans. I've written this column a hundred times. Okay. That Republicans will not learn the lessons of abortion these restrictive regressive bans whether you're pro-life or not they're just not popular right. and the math isn't massing right they love to double down on bad ideas like trump so they'll probably keep doubling down on these 
and you know they're they're going to die on this hill. Interesting. It is so weird that they are really like we are going to ban abortion, and all of the polls say that not. that's not the will of the people. <laughs> it's not even popular in states like Texas where they've done it. You know, right? They've, they've enacted these effective abortion bans. It's not even popular there. It's not even popular among. Republicans. So then why are they doing it? I mean, this is the, the, the base, right? They're throwing meat to the base, but there's not enough of the base left. Right, okay. Especially not in national elections. Right. And that's, that's what they're learning in 2020. Well, knowing that Biden is not popular yep. and knowing that there are a lot of people who don't want him as the Democrat up against Trump, do you... It was the worthy elections this week. What can we glean in terms of those as they relate to Biden v. Trump? Is there anything we can learn from that? Listen, if Democrats, including Biden, continue to hammer this anti-abortion message home and Republicans continue to insist on pushing these abortion bans, Democrats, including Biden, will probably do really well. Look, there are so many other things Republicans could be going after. Yes. Crime, border crisis, right. an economy that people don't like. So uh, they, they don't have to do this. They're choosing to, again, again for the base. That's so weird. Okay. It Interesting. Is. All right, BravoCon. Now, you were at BravoCon in New York last year, right? I've been to all three. I've oh, been wow. to the first, which was just like a stage. Yes, you know? right. Um. And then last year changed my life. I mean that wow. sincerely. <laughs> and then this year, I thought was the best, didn't you, of the three? Well, it was steroids. Of course it was the best. Yes. It was on steroids. Yeah. But here's what happened. Last year, I went, you know my friend Dave Kaplan, who's in, in research. Yes, forever, right? I've worked with Dave forever. I know. Well, we went to college together. We're old. Right. And. So he walked me around the floor last year at the Javits, all the booths, the merch, meeting fans, and I was shook when I saw how happy everybody was, lining yeah. up for their pictures with their favorite Bravo celebrities, so excited to be there. Yeah. I thought, oh my God, this network makes people so happy. And what do I do? In my work in cable news, I make people angry and afraid. <laughs> and I thought, I want more of this. Okay. And so this year, this year was um, my 10th anniversary with my husband, so I brought him. And no. uh, they walk us around again. And finally, he got to see what I've been talking about for as long as he's known me, which is that this network makes people so happy. And Andy... You know, I've I, I've talked a lot about dealing with anxiety and my mental health. Yeah, it's real hard for me to tune out the news. It's yeah. what I do for a living. Yeah, and yeah, the news yeah. is awful. It is awful. I know. You but know, it's funny going into this weekend, and I was talking to other Jewish um, yes. Bravo celebrities about wow, this is such a weird time for this, and I was talking to my mom about it. But man, it was as it turns out, it was the right weekend for it. Right. It was the best timing, right. but Andy, it's always the best timing because right. I can always go to Bravo right. to tune out the news because how can you think about the news when Dorinda is yelling, clip, right. clip, 
You can't. You right. Can't. Right. It was crazy. I was doing. I did a panel this this BravoCon. <laughs> we went around saying, "What? Where would you like to go on your next girls trip?" And Lisa Barlow, bless her heart, goes Israel. <laughs> and I was like, oh. maybe, maybe not today. <laughs> wow. Maybe not now. <laughs> that is hysterical. <laughs> that is yeah, so I mean, classic. What? What? So, so what panels did you host? So I hosted um, a housewife from every city. Which was Great. so fun. Okay, good. Uh, I hosted um, just Dorinda and Marlo on like their viral memes. Love it. And then I did the Vanderpump Rules producers, which was heavily attended. Oh, great. Yes. Yeah. I heard that was and a then great I did panel. House. And then and you I did, did Winterhouse. Great. Yeah. yeah. That is yeah. great. Wow. We really had you working. Oh, it's not work. Right. It's not work. Right. It's a joy. Who was your Total favorite joy. Bravo Leverty to meet who you had never met before? So I had never met Wendy Osefo, but okay. we worked in this. Oh family. wow, yes, you do. And yeah, and so we had tweeted each other a bunch, like DM'd each other a bunch. Yeah. And I, I I won't reveal exactly what she said when we met, but it yeah. was really touching, and I kind of cried. Yeah. Um, wow. Because we're just, you know, we know we we know the same. We we know the life. That yeah. We yes. And how hard it can be. So that yeah. was awesome. Oh, I love that. I mean, yeah. what was the gist of what she said? <laughs> I mean, I, this was said in confidence, but oh. she was very, very kind nice. Um, nice. about what I had meant to her as a, you know, oh, as that a is so nice. Oh, that is really, so nice. really nice. Yeah. Really nice. I yeah. love, you know, it's so funny. I see Wendy and the first yeah. thing I talk to her about is politics. Like I, it's all I want to talk about. She's so well, smart. She's so smart. She's um, I'm such a fan of hers and hardworking. She's a hustler, as they say. Okay, so Wendy Osefo and who else? Yeah. Well, I mostly hung out with Shep, you know, because he's like, <laughs> he's a dude. And I like saved him from getting kicked out of the casino. One I was going to say, you know, I mean, like... Shep was like, <laughs> Shep was exactly as one might expect Shep to be in Las Vegas for a weekend. He was like he's, a he's drunk a golden retriever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the perfect description. The perfect description. Yes, it is. Um, it is. But uh, we, we adore him. He and my husband really get along, too. So that was fun. And, you know, we hung out. I got to meet Craig's parents. Oh, cool. I met the Conovers, too, Mr. and Mrs. Yeah. Conover. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love that. You really feel like you're in the family. I know you really do. I met, so, I met Craig's parents. I met Sheree's sister. I was like, oh. what? I, I fainted when she came over. I oh, met, um, I told Sheree, I was like, uh, I met your sister. She's like, I know. She's <laughs> like, she liked meeting you. I'm like, I love you, Sheree. Love it's you. It's so great. I met, um, I met Taylor's parents too. Taylor's parents were there. Oh, yes, and- I did too. Yes, I yep. did too. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Taylor from Southern Charm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I was going around before the Southern Charm panel reminding all of the charmers that it was not a reunion. I was like, you guys, like, I, it was either Taylor or Olivia that I said, listen, this is not a reunion. And one of them said, does she know that? I go, I will go remind her. I go, just yeah. anyway, they were all like, good, good. Like, we were so nervous, whatever. I'm like, it's fine. Like, this is... This is okay. Well, Summer um, House too. I caught that panel and Yes. You know, right. when you're in the midst of the drama and you haven't been able to air it out yet, it feels like a reunion. That's though, exactly you know? right. Now, did yeah. you get to comment to any of our BravoCon live shows? 
I I didn't. Mm. Um, That's okay. It's a little late for me, yeah. you know. Right. Yeah, it's <laughs> but, okay. But I watched. I yeah, watched good. Um, all the clips. Good. They looked so fun. Yeah. So fun. It's so fun. You know. I love that you talk about the happiness because there's been so much buzz about, you know, all this negative buzz. And when you go there, you're like, wait a minute, all the talent, there's 170 talent here. Mm -hmm. They're all here because they want to be here. They're getting paid to be here. They're selling their shit here. Mm -hmm. They're so happy. I was checking in, especially with a lot of housewives who like, I knew it was really intense for because they were, you know, working hard. They were, you know, they were. Uh, really in it I'm like how are you there you know a lot of them were a little tired but they're like this is great this is great it's just an antidote for every awful thing and you know I saw I think this is this is maybe poignant to your point I saw Avery yeah yes yeah right and she was very uncomfortable obviously because of the news of her mom Yep. And all of that, but she yep. had a booth and yep. she wanted to be there and she's still part of the family. And I thought, well, good for her. This must be really hard, but I hope that this weekend is like three days of vacation for her, you know, because like that's what it is. It's a total escape. Me too. And I hope yeah. she wound up, you know, selling a lot. And here's the thing with the exception of booing Tom Sandoval. Yeah. And some smatterings for Robin. The fans Mm -hmm. are ultimately really kind of to their face. They're not keyboard warriors, you know? No, they're so forgiving. Yes. Yes. And they're excited to meet everybody. They kind of forget all of their, you know, energy. It's so much easier to have negative energy towards someone when you're watching a TV show than when you meet them yes. in person. It's well, hard to muster in person. You it do. It really is. Oh, really? I, well, yeah, because the keyboard warriors are tough, right? They're, they're, they're tough guys on on the computer uh, with me. And then, you know, when they when you meet them, what are they going to say? You're a C-U-N-T? No, right. probably not. Right. They're going to say, hey, I watch you all the time. You know, it's different. Right. And we watch Bravo for the redemption stories. That's yes. part of the thing we love. So, yes. of course, ultimately, we're rooting for everyone to sort of come out of come out of whatever they're in, you know. Yes, 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 exactly. Oh my god, I love it. I love this report. This is a good report from you. Anyone oh, snub <laughs> you or anything like that? Um the usual. Um, this the happened huge. last year too. <laughs> no wait, with the same person. Yeah, well, two of the same people. Okay, so hold on. Ramona was not there. Correct, but so, same cast. Say right, Roni. Oh, then I'm gonna say, you know what? I'm gonna say it was either Lou or Sonia. I don't it was think. Both of them. Right? It was yeah, both of them. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say because Dorinda, I think, probably watches you on. TV and knows exactly who you are and wants to talk politics. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I figured. There you go. Yeah, politically aware. Right. Yes, Um, she is. But Sonia and Luann, I don't take it personally. They're just not it. They're into them. Exactly. You You can't take it personally. People are. Yes, that is exactly right. Yes. Right. It wasn't about me. I I I was practically not there. Um, Yeah. Right. (laughs) I was standing in front of them. So it's okay. I just expect that now. 
Oh my God. Um, but so many other folks like more than made up for it. I, I had a great conversation with Danielle Cabral and Oh really? And Jackie. Yeah, I had a great conversation with some of the New Jersey gals um who I, I hadn't met. Right. Uh, Margaret is someone who kind of um tweets at me you know positively uh-huh. and I hadn't met her yet. Oh so nice. We got to hang out and- I love Talks that. She's very into the news as well. Yeah, she is. About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, yeah. You always kind of so, know I mean, who's into the news and who isn't. Did you meet Heather yeah. Dubrow? She's into the news. I have met Heather. I yes. also have had her on my show. Oh, and, wow. Um, I love it. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, bro, so the, the Bravo CNN crossover is big. It's a big it's a big yes, intersection. I love um, it. Dave, yeah. Dave has told me that like the intersection of people who watch CNN and Bravo is like the biggest Venn diagram. Well, because, you know, interestingly enough, Bravo has the most affluent and educated um, audience on cable outside of the news channels, research has told us. And so, um, there you go. That's where we are. I think you you watch CNN until you want to... Um, crawl turn, into a yes, hole. Yes, exactly. And then, you t- and then you turn on Bravo. Yeah, exactly. I think that happens in households all over the country. I do too. Um, okay. SC Cup, thank you for your report from the weekend. I so appreciate it. So glad we were DMing early this morning. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. Yes. And thanks for everything. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know where I'd be without I'm, Bravo. So oh, thank you. I love it. Thank you. That's all for this week's show. To hear more, you can hear us weekdays on Radio Andy Sirius XM. We'll see you back here next week. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent being there day and night and building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.